Hi, and welcome to the Hootcast. A podcast where we explore the unexpected ways that brands are using social for their business. My name is Liam. And I'm Emily. In this episode, we're diving into the dark side of social media. You might even call it dangerous. We'll be exploring some of the black hat tactics that people use to try and get ahead on social, from buying fake followers to joining engagement pods. We're sitting down with Hootsuite experts Mike and Emma, who both ran experiments trying out these sneaky tactics. Purely for research, of course. Of course. They'll be sharing their findings with us today. And we wanted to know, does this shady business actually work for brands? Stay tuned to find out. Michael, Mike, did an experiment here on buying followers to see what that would do to your social account. So can you... Maybe like walk us through the the beginning stage of this. Did you do it on your actual account or was it, did you create an account and then try? No, I actually, uh, I'm a fraud. I don't post on social media myself. I made a dummy account, a burner Instagram account, if you will. And I, um, I bought followers with that. Okay. So what were you, just, just to sort of set this whole thing up, what were you hoping to, to learn from this, this experiment? Well, Liam, that's a very good question. I wanted to learn whether buying Instagram followers uh, is something that brands should actually engage in if there's any actual benefit. Is there a way to know if someone has bought fake followers? What's a good indicator? Uh, a lot of followers. If, if their account says that they have a lot of followers, and then if you look at the account and there's no engagement or no quality content um, or not much content at all, I think you can have, have safe to assume that they uh, bought followers. So let's start from the top. How much did it cost? Uh, I think I paid uh, $10 for 1,000 quality followers. Oh, um, I guess you couldn't see that I did air quotes on the word quality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what makes them quality? I, I don't know. That's just what the tool uh, promised. It obviously was nonsense. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for me, I'd imagine quali- like low quality would be just a bunch of followers that their, their usernames or numbers... They don't have a profile picture. Maybe is quality like they're at least trying to look like they're real? Yeah, this uh, they seem to be uh, what some people call zombie accounts. Or basically, people had created an uh, Instagram account and just like let it go by the wayside, and some sort of like you know hacking system was able to sort of take control of that. Um, if you, you when you actually went through the followers that you got, for some reason it was a lot of teenagers. I don't know if if that was faked or if these if that's just how the youth behave, and then they. Abandon their instant account. So these, uh, some of these bots, they had like pictures posted. Yeah. So you would. Well, I don't know if they were like when you buy followers. You're not. It's it's unclear if you're actually buying bots or uh, a, a account that was legitimate that was taken over by a bot. Um, but yeah. So they do have. There is content on these these followers. Some of them. Some of them are. There's nothing. And some of them, they seem like they actually have real lives. Like you can tell they have like 19 posts and they are all are the same person. So. You know, it's very bizarre. So why would someone buy followers? Like, I mean, $10 for a thousand followers. That's not bad. People are insecure and um, they're not, you know, they don't they don't feel that they're valued and they have nobody in their lives to help value them. Um, no, I think people people buy because it's about perception, um, even though the Instagram algorithm certainly these days skews toward uh, engagement. Followers for good or ill, and probably ill, um, it, it, that number still carries a lot of weight. Um, in fact, there's there's been some analysis that a lot of uh, brand influencer partnerships are still actually paid 
based on the follower number. Like, you know, a, if you have a million followers and you're an influencer, that's actually, that means you can charge a bigger rate rather than like you promising a certain amount of engagement or comments to, to the brand. Um, so yeah, it, it does still matter, at least in those relationships. Um, but the algorithm itself uh, cares less about. Yeah, I think, like, wouldn't that be suspicious if I went from like 50 to 1,000 in a day? But if you had 2,000, you went to 3,000, would people notice as much? Or? Uh, yeah, no, I think you're right. And I think that's probably what a lot of people did. Because if you hear sort of the, some of the people, if you sort of Google like celebrities that have been caught buying followers, you, you'll be surprised. Like, why is that person buying followers? I, you know, I don't want to call anybody out here, but um, they're certainly very like, you know, household yeah. names. When you bought your followers, cost you $10, you bought 1,000. How did it work? Like, what happened? Did you immediately... After purchasing, just Do you have, have to go to the dark web and no, like um, meet up with some guy. No, I used a prepaid Visa card because I didn't want to use my own Visa card for this sort of nefarious activity. Uh, I, I, have, I have enough suspect yeah. charges on my Visa card. Um, yeah, so it was just like a um, a quick put the number in. I think it 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 took two days to get to the thousand number that I bought, and um, so it was like I. 50 every couple hours or something like that and i think um it would sort of fluctuate like plus or minus 50 from from then on but it did maintain that number so whatever these these things are doing like because i obviously some counts that you that followed you will get deleted because uh, you know maybe the the platform will pick up yeah. that it's it's illegitimate mm. but then they'll sort of replace it and did any of these uh, followers, these newfound followers, did they engage with you in any way? Like, the was the quality that they would like things sometimes, or no, no, there was absolutely zero engagement. Nobody mm. commented on my content. Nobody liked anything. It was very actually upsetting and, <laughs> and kind of embarrassing. Is, this is the account you created an account for. This I did. Okay, I did. I actually, what I what I like to do now though is I often buy followers and um, put them. I, I tell them to follow my enemies, hoping that my enemies will will um, get in trouble for buying fake followers, and even though I'm buying them. Follow up question to that: How many enemies do you have? I'd say about a baker's dozen. A baker's dozen. <laughs> yeah. So you you did this as like an individual. Should brands do it? Would it work for a brand? Maybe to just like pad out things and make you look a little more interesting? I guess. So I think the biggest risk of doing this and getting caught is probably actually for influencers because, again, if, if a brand is going to work with an influencer and they find out that a percentage of their followers are legitimate, they, they'll probably just you know move on and look for somebody else. If a brand wants to do it just to appear to an audience that they have more followers, I'm, I'm sure that there's brands that think that's a good idea. But ultimately, though, if, if you look if you look at somebody's like who's following a, an account, if that if that person or brand has bought followers, it's pretty obvious. Um, you can like just even like the usernames are all kind of a lot of them are weird or, mm. you know, there's no engagement. And again, like you just look at an account, if you know, you have 10,000 followers, but your post is getting four likes. That's not that's not legitimate and I, if somebody notices that i think they're going to be quick to lose trust in that brand so i don't hmm. i don't there's not a lot of benefit there hmm. that makes sense yeah so what is the worst thing that can happen like you mentioned influencers can lose partnerships if brands catch them having fake followers shady what? charges on your credit card shady charges on your credit card what, what else can happen 
Well, Instagram could delete your account if I guess like that's what they say in their guidelines. They break their guidelines. You can your you know your account could disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't heard of that happening. Mm-hmm. If you're a big celebrity who does it and get caught, then the New York Times is writing a story about you, which has happened. So that's pretty embarrassing. But like, is there anything else? Like anything that you could foresee maybe outside of like the the social consequences of being embarrassed and looking like a like a fraud? Um, I think buying followers, bots, propping up this industry that is responsible for the circumvention of democracy and the current world order. So if you want to play a small part in deteriorating the fabric of our society, I, I guess go ahead. But I would say that's probably a fringe, um, mm-hmm. you know, negative. Yeah. <laughs> and wh- where are these bots, if you had to guess, where are they from? Um, I don't want to... Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> we're not speculate gonna, on, we're where, gonna, on where they we're come gonna from. We're going to say what country. Here's a question. Is it worth it for a brand to buy 10,000 followers just to get the swipe up feature, which only becomes available when you have 10,000 followers or more? That is a good question. I don't know. I don't have 10,000 followers. Thanks for rubbing it in. Um, I Obviously, I, I can like the, the benefits of that feature are... are are obvious, I think, to to anybody. Um, I wonder if Instagram at that point um, sort of has a built-in detection system, or maybe yeah, they because ten thousand is a lot of yeah, fake followers. And to if buy. if they're saying that this feature is so exclusive that you have to have ten thousand, they probably have some sort of check on it that if you should have it or not, um, because they don't want you know if it's they think it's a powerful enough feature that they they can't let just anybody use it. Um, they they're probably they're probably they, they're probably on it they're probably on it so i i don't know i i can't imagine that if you know if if we're thinking of this i imagine instagram has thought of it so yeah. no what if you're at like 9500 though just keep on doing what you're doing cuz it sounds like you have a really quality an account and you know you're on the right track so you're probably not far off from getting this you need final to sell something quick you know maybe you should uh, partner with a legitimate influencer and see if they can get you those last 500 followers if theirs aren't fake too did it feel dangerous (laughs) (laughs) did it (laughs) did you feel dangerous i mean you obviously went out and bought yourself a prepaid visa you must have felt pretty sneaky i did i had to go into a local coffee shop to use their wi-fi because i was scared i've also i'm also i've also been indicted uh for working on a troll farm and I'm not allowed to go to the United States. So for me, it was especially dangerous. You and me both. Right. I know. This is why I didn't, I don't mind talking to you both about this. Okay. This, this podcast is only going to air on the dark web, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, 100%. Okay. So Emma ran an experiment around engagement pods. Could you tell us what those are? Yeah, sure. So on Instagram... The engagement pod is basically a group or a pod of Instagram users who band together basically to increase their likes or comments on a posts or any content that you might put up, whether that's also Instagram stories or videos, etc. A group of people who have entered an agreement to like each other's posts. Basically, Comment yeah. a lot. Yeah. So what's the goal? General overall engagement. So since Instagram changed its algorithms, it's made it a lot more difficult to get comments and likes on your um, content. 
especially as it's not chronological anymore. So you can't just scroll through your feed and go, oh, I've seen all of today's content. So brands and general loot users alike are finding it hard to get more engagement on their content. So these engagement pods are kind of gamifying the system around it. So instead of relying on Instagram to serve up your content, you're getting people there and already liking it. You already know you're going to get, say, 20 likes and comments from people who are engaging in your pods. Were these, do you think these pods came about as a response to the, the changed algorithm? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, 100%. I think they were probably starting to be used by um, influencers and stuff like that. Um, but I would say it's definitely a response to a change in algorithm. And, and your average pod, like how many people are, are involved in this? So essentially, to explain that bit, you'll have to explain exactly what you need to do in a pod. So when you join a pod, you'll have a drop time, which is a time when you can drop your content to be liked or commented on. From there, you have a certain amount of period of time to actually like or comment on other people's stuff that they also drop. So for that, I, I tried out a couple of these mass pods. I had a thousand people in and... It's hard because you often get 500 plus people participating in one drop. So you're then expected to engage with these 500 people. With- oh my that, God. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like even just finding the pods is a lot of work as well. How do you find them? How do you get in there? I did a lot of Googling, basically, <laughs> basically how I found them. Is it like a fight club thing? Or- yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so it's the big ones where it's anyone everyone could get into them and then the smaller ones which are much more exclusive so there'll be the ones where it's an influence who's fiercely protecting their brand and they'll only want to be in a pod with other people who are very similar to them because obviously on instagram you can see if you go into i can't remember what section it's called but you can see what people are liking and commenting on so they will be very very aware of people being able to see that so they'll only want people who are very similar either have a very similar follower number or similar content to them that they'll want to engage with in these pods so they'll maybe the smaller ones and the more niche and better i would say um probably only have 20 people max and that would be a max number in there and they're hard to find but that seems a little like backwards to me because wouldn't a better pod be one that just has like mass amounts of people but it's more effort well it's kind of flip up so say on on my account i did i did one of these mass drops and bearing in mind i've only got like 260 followers i then got 500 likes on a photo and that doesn't equate yeah it doesn't make any sense but you don't have any new followers or no so um you're literally going through and liking as quickly as possible because unless you have a bot to do it for you it's very very difficult to participate in those and also it looks fake like if you go onto my profile and look at that photo it's fake it's not real engagement it's Mm. it's i've got 500 600 likes on there but i've only got 250 followers how does that work it doesn't that's why you gotta buy fake followers too (laughs) well yeah exactly (laughs) but the idea of the smaller pods is that you're actually you're getting that quality engagement so Mm. by having those comments on your posts that are genuinely engaging with you it then signals to instagram that your content is engaging so they will then serve it up to more people who are actually following you because you know they like you once you found the pod how did you get in uh, so the smaller ones that I managed to get into, they were actually through Reddit um, of people setting up their own pods. And they, whilst they were smaller, they were very similar t- in terms of size to me. So yeah, you basically go on Reddit, 
follow a link and be like, can I join your pod? Um, but then the real ones that have probably been going for the last year or so, um, influencers who rely on these will not want to admit that they're using them because they get paid by sponsors, right, to, to put content out and things like that. So they would never probably admit to using one of these pods. So how much time did it take you, like, when you were in the big 500 pod? Oh, like, how time-consuming was that? Very. So I stupidly did two big drops at once and got oh. kicked out of a pod because I didn't fulfill my Your obligations. Yeah, my <laughs> obligations, yeah. I didn't even make it halfway through one of the pods before the hour and a half was up. And I think I... Do you have a time limit? Yeah, yeah, like you can have a time limit. Yeah, yeah for these big ones, yeah, it's like an hour and a half. You and have there's to like do some it. admin hanging over you. Yeah, I don't know quite how they do it, but they somehow know that you haven't done it. And the, the other pod knew that I hadn't done any any liking or commenting. The the pod that I, I think I got about a quarter away through, if that, that knew and it could, it could tell. So it obviously has some kind of bot that's tracking your movements. But... Um, yeah, I, I got kicked out of the other one. Sounds because, stressful, yeah. to be honest. It, it is. It's super stressful. I had some time. I, I wasn't doing any of the work. I was purely concentrating on doing it, and I still couldn't, you still couldn't do get it. through it all. Yeah. So these people obviously must be using bots to do it for them. Sounds like a lot of bots. Yeah, definitely. Even even if you're not using a bot, you're not even really looking at the content that you're liking. Like You're just you're going through as quickly as possible. You're just going, like, like, like. You're not even... Yeah, looking at the content going, is this something I actually want to engage with? People actually use a separate handle on Instagram to do the liking, but then they have a handle like they want people to like on. That's pretty sneaky. Yeah, I had no idea about any of this. Are there any brands in pods, do you think? Ooh, I I didn't come across any, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are brands using them. I would say you, if you were really dedicated to using them, you'd need one full-time member of staff just doing that. You couldn't expect a social media manager to dip in and out of that because they require maintenance. How would right. you explain that job at Christmas <laughs> to your family? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, a social media pod. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you got kicked out. Mm-hmm. Are there any other ways that people can get kicked out? So one is you don't like enough or yeah. comment or mm-hmm. do whatever. Yeah. Um, chatting in the chat is not, you, you can't chat in the chat. It's you can't use it for that. It's strictly business. You you don't use that. They have separate channels for chatting in. Wow. Yeah, so it's like a rabbit tunnel. You get in like one pod and then it's like a weird rabbit tunnel to chat rooms, I suppose. It sounds like the Matrix. Have you seen the Matrix? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you? Yeah, no, yeah, I guess so. So what was it like getting kicked out? Did you just get a message or did you just try and log in and they're like, sorry? Uh, I just got a message. So every time I tried to comment again with my handle, um, it would just tell me that I was banned. And then I got a message, a private message from the admin to say I could buy my way back in for $15. That's a that's a pretty good deal. You listening, everyone? Yeah, so money talks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what's the worst that could happen being in a pod? What are the risks? It's not going to take... A genius algorithm to figure out what you're doing basically um especially if you're using one of these mass pods like 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 i said on my page like i got 600 likes on one image but i've only got 250 followers it doesn't equate to to my content so mm-hmm. or my follower number so 
Instagram is going to know instantly what you're doing. So you then have the problem of if you then want to go, say, clean from Instagram pods, your content will probably then be reg flagged. So they might not necessarily serve it up or they might throttle you in other ways. So if you're using their ads platform, they might throttle your ad performance or something. So, you know, but we're asking here, what's the worst that could happen the worst the, so like the worst could is is yeah it's like <laughs> is, die, is yeah. it uh <laughs> you know your instagram shut down you get punished by their sneaky algorithms or is it like some unsavory stranger from some random pod is now seeing your pictures and oh yeah that's it like there's is that the worst that could happen like, possibly you i mean someone like could who, die. Who's, yeah. who's in these pods you that's it you don't know right so you could have um industry espionage i suppose if if somebody from another brand happens upon you in a in a pod or whatever they could use that knowledge to to do whatever it is that you could potentially i don't know what that could be but espionage yeah espionage is some (laughs) of some kind i like it sounds dangerous don't try it at home well thank you so much for joining us today emma yeah no problem it's great to have you so much enlightening us on pods So that was our episode on Black Hat Social Tactics. A big thanks to Mike and Emma for sharing their findings with us. Turns out there's no shortcut to grow your following. You just have to work hard to build the loyalty and respect of your customers. And if that sounds a little too hard for you, you should use a prepaid card and public Wi-Fi to cover your tracks. (laughs) Yeah, or that. Great lessons for the year, Em. I think so. That's our episode for today. And as always, thanks for listening.